Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Coors Light presents Heavy Montreal. July 28th and 29th. Outdoors at Parc Jean Drapeau. Featuring Avenged Sevenfold. Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson. A weekend of hard rock and metal with Gojira, Emperor, Under Oath, Hollywood Undead, and many more. Festival passes are on sale now. See the full lineup at heavymontreal.com. Produced by Avenco. Hi, I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. On this episode, we're going to talk some rock, some metal, and anything else we feel like. We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. Hey, how are you? We have a very special guest today, an ex-guitar player of KISS. His name, Vinnie Vincent. So stay tuned for that interview. It's coming right up in just a few minutes and before we get into that, I just want to say thank you to a couple people. Mike Luzen, thank you so much for your recent PayPal donation. I appreciate it. And thank you to James Bennett, who recently joined us on Patreon. Thanks to all you guys on Patreon. Really, things are picking up there. And I've been giving you a little exclusive content. I hope to step that up soon. And a couple more special thanks uh, to Randy, who coordinated getting Vinny on the line with me, and also to the one and only John Astronomy, the co-founder of Talking Metal, my Talking Metal brother since 2005, my friend since 1987. John, this interview wouldn't have happened without you, so thank you for coordinating it and putting the ball in motion to get Vinnie Vincent on Talking Metal after 13 years. We've been trying to make this interview happen. Thank God. It finally did happen, and thank you to Vinnie for talking with me. This is... Oh, I love that first Vinnie Vincent Invasion record. This is Animal off of that record. One of my favorite records. Followed by my interview with Vinnie Vincent, recorded today, April 23rd.
great. How are you? Good. Good. Are we uh, are we still good for the interview? Ready to go. Got Vinny on the other line. Hold on. Okay. Perfect. Vinny, I have Mark from Talking Metal on the other line. Mark, this is Vinny Vincent. Vinny. Hey, Mark you? from Talking Metal. Yes. Good. How are you? Oh, I am great. And I good just, to hear. I just wanted to say, you know, I flew down to Atlanta uh, in January for the, the big event. And uh, I was there that first day when you, you came out of the Eddie Trunk interview and went into the, the room where we were sitting there. And it was a smaller group that day. Uh, because the uh, uh, expo hadn't really even officially started at that point, but it, what an emotional moment for for me as a fan, and and just thank you for for coming back to us after all these years, man. Uh, emotional for me also, and thank you uh, for that compliment. Uh, it was uh, nice to hear something like that. You know, I didn't realize that there would be so many people that would care, but. Uh, you know, it was it was nice to be proven wrong, and uh, you know, it was uh, to see everybody showing up and you know having that emotional uh, experience with me. So um, it was a special day for me. It was a special weekend. Yeah, and I think it was turning into you know a special time overall because growing steadily since then. Absolutely, and I know. So you know it's. It's great. It's great to be back. You know, it is is a really. Uh, it's be, it's better than it ever was for me right now. So, uh, it, it is is great. There's a lot of new things planned, and uh, uh, a lot of interviews that are going to happen in a way that I was never able to give them before. So, you know, I'm I'm I want each interview now to to really be of substance, you know, of real substance, because in the eighties, you know, which was really the last time I gave a real interview, but I can't call them real for a lot of reasons because the eighties were a time of hype and magazines and, you know, public relations firms and, you know, designing how you're going to talk and what you're going to say. And, you know, it was just a different time and a different setup. So things are a little bit more substantive right now. We're going to try to answer everybody's questions, and I'm talking more than you, so go ahead. You ask, you ask the questions. I'm here for you. Well, first of all, I just wanted to give a little plug that you're going to be in my home state here this, this weekend at the Chiller Festival, and we can't wait to see you there. So I hope everyone gets down there to Chiller to see Vinnie Vincent this weekend in New Jersey. And I also wanted to, you know, there's been a lot of, I heard the Decibel Geek interview and the Mitch LaFon interview, and it's great to hear you talk about the past, but I wanted to start off here today talking about the future. And, and you know, you're out there, you're doing these autograph and festivals and speaking engagements, and you're doing interviews again. What about, what about new music? Are you planning to release new music? Are you going to form a band? What's going on with you musically and what can we look forward to musically in the future? Well, I think it's a two-part question because actually it's a, it's a one-part question with maybe a, easily a two-part answer. People want, people want, you know, we want new this, we want new that. 
so let's say that I've got mm, three albums of new music that I've been writing over the past how many, whatever, right. whatever period of time. So let's just say, wow, this stuff shreds, it kicks ass, I'm happy with it, I'm where I'm at, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm at my peak, whatever. And then you have to go from there to, uh, you know, having it go from demo stage to, you know, putting records out. So when people say they want, you know, well, I, I'm, I'm, where, I'm there with them because I want also. But, you know, you're looking at about $100,000 minimum cost right. to put records out. You know, it's just that simple. So, uh, I mean, this is, this is speaking honestly, you know. So where, how, how do I go from here to there to getting new music out? So that's, that's kind of the, the, um, that's in my, you know, list of things that have to be conquered. You know, there's, there's the, uh, okay, we have this needing to go from here to there and we have production costs. So those production costs have to be, have to be tackled and, and, uh, resolved in order to, for all that music to reach everyone. Now, the way things hopefully can can get to that place is by uh, is by doing a, some tours that I have been speaking to a few promoters about. Now, those tours are very interesting because uh, there's a promoter who, who approached me on doing some uh, like a key city acoustic tour because they said it's not... It's something Vinnie Vincent has never done before. And with the emotional response from the Atlanta show, um, it's, there's an audience for it. And I thought, you know, how interesting, you know, I, I just picked that guitar up for, you know, just basically was out of, out of nowhere, which was not something I was scheduled to do. I wasn't contracted to do it. Uh, but you know, it was like enough of talking here, you know, there's a guitar sitting there, you know, here's some songs, uh, you know, whatever, you know, it was unrehearsed. So, you know, the response was, was, you know, very emotional. So, uh, and it was receptive, you know, received, you know, uh, in a really positive way. So yeah. I've had people say, look, you know, this would really be something very special to take to the fans. We'll do key cities with that. Once that's done, Vinny needs to do a shredding guitar shredding tour because everyone is asking for Vinny to put, you know, go out there and, and kick ass. Now people don't realize that, you know, just because I'm playing acoustic guitar in a set that, you know, they're, they're wondering, does Vinny play electric guitar? You know, I mean, I, I hear the most absurd comments because, you know, it's a come like a, to, what you see now is what, as far as the mind goes, you know, oh, Vinny's, I see Vinny with an acoustic guitar. Does that mean Vinny doesn't play electric anymore? Which is completely ridiculous. So you have to deal with that. And, uh, but, 
you know, it was the same with, uh, with Gene and I, we were playing acoustic guitars and it's like, well, what? I, I can't play acoustic guitar, yeah. you know, with a friend of mine, you know, I've got to play electric guitar with, that's not the scene there. It's not the scenario. It's not the setup. Setup was just a couple of friends getting together. And I mean, when we wrote all of those Kiss songs, we wrote them on acoustic guitars. I don't think there was an electric guitar around. If it was, it was, so it wasn't even plugged in. So it's just the way, you know, it's just the setting of the moment. So this is what I've been approached with doing, which is let's do, let's do a very unique, intimate evening with uh, Vinny. <laughs> Vinny, you know, we'll do musical, a musical acoustic set, and then uh, we'll do some, you know, an electric tour. Now, if those come together, it lays the groundwork to get the new music out. But we're looking at a while, you know, we're not looking overnight and, uh, you know, it's just the downside of it all because there's no record companies left. And when people are doing this now, they're doing it themselves They're putting records out themselves or they have people, they have money people that are just putting up whatever they need to do this. Now I'm sort of in a, I'm in a, like an in-between world here, which is, let's, you know, I'm, I'm here. I do what I've always done. And it's going out to the fans, you know, whoever is out there that wants what I do. So how do I get from here to there? And that's been the question because this has only been about three months since Atlanta. And, um, right. We're just, you know, it's coming slowly, but you know, the, the demand has been quicker. The, the, the demand has been higher than my ability to get it out quickly, you know? So if there was a, an enormous, un, uh, you know, an enormous amount of money that, that had no, without limitation of how much there was, this, this would probably still take a year in the making because, because I work at my own pace in the studio and, you know, I like to achieve the goal that I set out to achieve. And with music, uh, especially the, the kind of music I do just can't be rushed. You know, Tom Schultz from Boston used to work, you know, painful, tedious, long, you know, long periods of time to, to achieve the records he wanted to, to achieve. I never had that chance. Uh, usually, you know, in the records where you're forced to make something in three months, you better, you know, like it or, or just learn to accept it. Because if you don't reach your goal, you're, you know, it's like too bad, you know, should have been great, but it wasn't should have stopped the recording, but you couldn't because of this factor, that factor. I don't want to do that again. I want to make sure that when I put a record out right now, that it's what I want, because if it's what I want, everybody will love it forever. It'll be a classic. So that's that in a, as much of a nutshell as I could put it in for you. But, um, I, I love to give you like instant answers because those instant answers, sure, got it, ready, gonna be out, boop, boop, you know, right. and that, that, yada, yada, whatever. But I can't, I have to tell you how it is. 
Otherwise, it's not going to be an honest interview. Okay. And I don't want that. Right on. I totally respect that. And to circle back to some of the things you mentioned, so there could potentially be maybe first and foremost an acoustic tour, it sounds like. Um, would would you be working with certain musicians? Like we saw, I mean, it was when Robert Fleischman jumped up on stage with you in Atlanta there. I mean, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. I mean, that was an, a, a very incredible moment there. Would you consider working with a guy like Robert or do you have other people in mind or haven't you gotten to that? Stage oh, Rob, Rob, Rob is, uh, Rob is a, a dear friend. Uh, it was emotional all around for everybody. So it was unexpected. And, uh, when he showed up there, I thought, <laughs> <"What's>, <laughs> who, you know, <laughs> right. and I looked behind me and it was him. So, um, very emotional and, uh, you know, him and I really, really got emotional seeing each other again. So, uh, I love working with Rob always have, I always will. So he would be who I asked to join me in an acoustic set because, because people need to hear it. You know, it's a special, very, very special, uh, you know, uh, musical experience that I think everyone should should see and it should should happen so we've talked a few times and um when when i have everything confirmed uh i'll announce dates and hopefully rob will be there to share that those dates with all of us you know so so i could present this in in all the you know all, all of the um you know special qualities that that i see for myself to share that with the fans. And, uh, I think, I think it'll happen. Everything's looking good. There's some other people that, um, let me put it this way. And as far as my material is concerned on, I'd say more or less the, the melodic songs there, they have an unusual cult following. And, um, you know, they were pretty much, they're out, you know, you can hear bad versions of them and bad recordings on YouTube. I'm the only one with the master recordings of those songs, but, you know, I've worked with different singers over the years and, uh, I'd like to have those singers join me for this acoustic set and to, to perform those songs that are cult favorites. And, uh, uh, I'd even, uh, I would, I would really love to have, uh, uh, Vicki Peterson join me from the Bengals to perform the song that her and I wrote together. Right. My vision of the acoustic, um, evening with Vinny Vincent would be to have, uh, storytelling, song storytelling, because, you know, everyone loves to know the origin, how these songs happen, where, what was the moment? What were you thinking? What was your life like at that moment? And, uh, you know, some real, some video clips of rare photos and, um, times, you know, the times of, you know, that were captured on film. So, uh, I mean, this is what I'm looking at as, as actually happening and if, if the promoters can pull it off, it should be a really fun time. Now, I'm saying this 
probably shouldn't go too far and promise because I don't know the answers, but right. I was, I would love to have uh, Felix Cavalier, a very close dear friend of mine that, uh, from treasure and Felix is of course the, the genius behind the rascals and all those yeah. incredible hits. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, when I, you know, during my, 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 Years, you know, in the '60s, it was you woke up to to hearing the Beatles and the Rascals and the Rolling Stones on the radio, and you know, with some other groups, but you know, you didn't hear one without the other. So, you know, this is a hero to me. I so I'd love to have Felix and uh, Jack from Treasure and. Uh, play a few songs from the Treasure album. So th- there's some ideas I have, but I think if we can make it work, the the acoustic tour would be a lot of fun for everybody. Sounds if we incredible. can't make it work, it'll be just Vinny, but it'll still be fun. Right on. And then you you know you mentioned that of course nowadays in the internet there's so many comments whenever a video clip is posted or or a, a, a blog post, and and sure you you did some appearances with the acoustic guitar, but people, I, I guess, are, are wondering, does he still shred? I mean, you're, you're playing on, on the, the Invasion <laughs> that's, Records. Was that's just the insane. one I like. And, I, and, I like that one. I, I just like that one. You and know? What you're saying is you, you can still <laughs> <No>. shred. <laughs> oh, God. They're, they're funny. I mean, it's almost funny you asked me that, but... Yeah. Um, is that a real question? Is that a real question that needs a real answer? I no. It, I'm just it, wondering: it does, it does. is is it is it like a is it like a joke question, or is, am I supposed to give you a real answer? Okay, well, that's I'll the part that I'm not yes. sure of. Yeah, I'll take that as a yes. Well, I'm, yeah. How about we do that? Yeah, because awesome. I got to. I have to give you just. You know, I know you're an intelligent guy, so I got to figure. I don't know how you could lose that, you know? I right. mean, it's like, what do you mean? So when I hear a question, I, I go, what, what do you mean? I don't understand that. Right. <clears throat> so. Awesome. You well, know, I figure you're a smart guy. Right. You know the answer. Okay. <laughs> so I if it. I got to explain that, then that I just play acoustic guitar. But, right. Right. On. You know, that's what I do. You know, it's what I do. <laughs> so I play acoustic guitar, you know? Yeah. Cool. So. So what else? I play a little bit of keyboards. Yeah. Does that mean <laughs> does that mean Vinny doesn't play guitar at all anymore? Because that's the next thing you're going to see is if I if if I'm playing a little bit of keyboard on something, someone will say, "Oh, Vinny yeah. oh, doesn't even play acoustic anymore." Because I saw him on a keyboard. So you know, I see these comments and I go, "I just geez, <laughs> this is funny." But I'll I'll stop there. You know. Awesome. So Vinny, are you I working on a book? Going to have. Wait and see. Working on a book, yes. Yes, and the book has all the real answers. The depth, the in-depth answers to everything. Everything, everything, everything. Because, you know, when I give interviews, I give, you know, part of the answer, but there's no way you're going to be able to hear everything. Sure. Because it's too deep, it's too dark, and uh, it's places that... uh, I'm going to go only once, and when I do, it's not going to be in front of an audience unless, you know, until the book actually does come out. Because the book, the book on, on at least, well, 
my world is concerned is, uh, you know, I've been away for 20 years, right. not by choosing, but because of events that happened. So those events will be really talked about in, in uncomfortable depth because, because, it, because it's cathartic, number one. Number two, the fans deserve to know, and I deserve to tell it. And it's, you know, it's, it's nice to be back, but you can only be back unless the, 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 the meaning of being back, you know, the, the reason and the, it, you know, the meaningfulness of being back can only depend on the resolve of the past. So the future has to, has to, is dependent on, you know, how the past is resolved. Otherwise the future's never really sets, you know, sets its pace in, in firm ground. So in sure. order for me to feel like I'm moving forward, I cannot look back anymore. Right. You know? Right on. Right on. And are you working so with like have a writer? So to have some resolve, and that book is my resolve. So hopefully this will happen uh, within a year. I'm not sure how long it will take to, to author. Uh, I have a, uh, a book writer that will be doing, uh, you know, talking with me on very deep levels and we'll get to it. We'll get to it, but it's, it's going to be a very interesting read, you know, and something that will be not a one time picking it up and never reading it again. So I'm pretty sure that someone is going to grab this. And, and if, if I have my way, which I will, it will be something that I want to read a few times, wow. you know, even though it's whatever happened to me happened. I want to make sure that it's compelling enough where I get to pick it up and not put it down for a while. And if I can do that, it's, it's almost like a record. If I could listen to my own recordings, which a lot of the times are difficult, sure. but if I can re listen to my own recordings and actually enjoy them, then I know I've done something that, 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 you know, is, is satisfying to me. So I want the book to be that way. And there's a lot to tell. And, uh, you know, we're just hoping that all of this does happen the way it's, we're planning on it happening, you know, yeah. and uh, I'm just going to go with it on the, on those terms. And I'm sure we'll reach that stage. Awesome. I'm sure it'll all happen you know, with the plans, because I, I think it's meant to happen. I think the tours are meant to happen. I'm going to re-release um, Euphoria, Speedball Jam, and some other other music. Um, going to re going to release for the first time the Guitar Mageddon CD. Cool. Now, this is something that, you know everybody's been asking for. At least the Vinny fans have been asking for. I'm the only one that has the master recordings, the master mixes, and the songs where they had ultimately ended up. And I, it, it's 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 a you know it's a nuclear record, you know atomic nuclear record. The thing is hot, so it'll be coming. You know we're hoping the summer, late summer, all of this will be out. So there'll be new music, a tour coming, a shred tour coming. And then hopefully the new music that's in the can here and uh, 
you know, if it all goes the way uh, I'm talking to some promoters, then, then we're going to achieve it all. It'll be there for everybody to enjoy, including me. And I'm having a ball meeting with fans now. So all of this is, is new for me because I never got to meet the fans. I never got to have a one on one relationship with anybody. I never got to really know their names except for a very few. So, you know, the this this is all great fun for me. It's it's new, it's fun and uh I'm having a ball and I'm really enjoying myself. Now that's on the on the really positive side of moving forward. So like you said, Schiller Theater uh show. Yeah. Can't wait. You know, we're leaving uh in a few days and uh you know, stuff's been, these shows have been a lot of fun, you know, a lot of fun. I spent a lot of time with the fans because it, it's like, uh, this is the first chance I've really had to see everyone. And uh, they've been, you know, full of uh, love and respect and they're courteous and we get to talk about a lot of stuff and I'm having a great time. I, I must say that. So I thank all the fans for coming. I thank so many people for being, we got almost 10,000 people on the Facebook, on my Facebook page right now in a few months. So there's a lot of dedication and loyalty. And I, uh, I find like I'm having a one on one with, with just about everybody there. So it's a new world. I love it. I love it. I love the fans. I love it loud. I love it soft. (laughs) And I love it. Uh, in every way that, that I get with the fans, they're, they're, um, they're just full of passion, and I could see it in, a, in so many comments. So we're having a great time. We're going to be doing Australia. Right, I, I'm going to go on a limb and saying the Australia tour will happen this summer because we're wow. getting close to uh, finalizing uh, a tour with a promoter there. So... I know I'm doing all the talking, but (laughs) there's a lot you're asking me here and a few questions. So I'm trying to cover everything in the, in the 20 years where you weren't really in the public eye, were you aware of what was, what people were speculating and and saying about you online? I mean, we heard so many rumors. Did you listen to any of that or were you kind of just unaware of what people were saying? Uh, I heard some of it, but the simple, simple answer is I, some of it I heard, um, you know, everything from, you know, from I've become a Martian to, you know, <laughs> to um, Loch Ness Monster to right. uh, flipping hamburgers and, you know, <laughs> actually all of that sounded a whole lot better than what was actually happening to me. Really? Okay. So um, I think actually the, the, the the things that I've heard being said about me were much more enlightening and and happier than, than the situation I was finding myself in. So, uh, and plus, you know, a lot of ugly things happen and you get, uh, crucified instantaneously. You know, it's an instant, instant blacklist and instant, uh, hatred. And then the narrative goes, you know, all it goes to the left and you think trying to pull this to the right is impossible. So once it goes there, it's time to, you know, either disappear for good because it's not worth coming back. It's not worth trying to 
you know, turn this thing around that, that is so, so cancerous, you know, that it's not worth it, you know, or you just let it go and see what happens. And, and I think ultimately that, that is what happened. You know, I did let it go. I said, I'm gone. You know, there's no reason to, to come back to this. I mean, why would anybody want to come back to this? You know, the world's changed. People's changed. You know, music's changed. There's no record companies anymore, you know, per se. There's no record stores anymore. But that's okay. You know, you can get past that. Is What's the people like, you know? It's like waking up out of a coma and then finding out that you're not, there's no, more, no such thing as human beings left. Right. So when I showed up in Atlanta, I didn't know what I was going to see. So, you know, I came back from a very, very, very disfiguring, ugly time. And, uh, you know, just to see that, to see, you know, people that, you know, still cared. So, you know, one thing that followed everything else. And I said, you know, let's, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I like it. That's awesome. I like what's happening. I'm going to stay here. So that's where we're at. we are right now. Cool. Well, I know we're at about 30 minutes, which is what I had with you today. But real quick, before I let you go, I, I know one thing you spoke about in Atlanta was just your love of dogs and animals. Are you still working with rescuing dogs and doing work with dogs? <clears throat> I do. If an animal is having a bad day, I'm having a worse one. Wow. So I, I've got 15 right now. And, uh, spoiled and rotten. And, uh, you know, I've, I'm a cat person, you really? know, actually anything, goats, dogs, horses, cows, you know, I, I have an unusual respect for, for life, you know, regardless of what it is. So, uh, but I've been, I was that way since I was a kid. So, you know, my, my mom and dad loved animals. My dad was passionate for animals and, uh, you know, I was that way. And, uh, but we lived in a three family house. It was really hard to have pets, but, uh, you know, I made up for it. You know, I've been rescuing them for the last 20 years and, uh, you know, they cost me a fortune, but, uh, they get fed steak, hamburgers, Nice. you know, they, they got very comfortable lives and, uh, they've got, uh, you know, they have a life of, of enjoyment, fun, love, shelter, food. So yes, I, I, I rescue, I rescue anyone I can. So they got a home, you know, I, I'll try very hard to save an animal, you know, um, even, even these internet stories where they get a dog is returned to, to the pound or, you know, right. three or four times. And I'm going, let me have the dog. I'll come, I'll fly it in. I'll do, I'll send someone to pick it up. But, you know, I don't really know how they make their choices uh, on who they give these animals to, but, uh, which is why, uh, you know, anyone that knows who I am and my passion and love for animals that would, you know, accuse and, and, uh, you know, instantly, crucify me for a story that wasn't true going back several years uh, bothered me very much. It was, uh, I think that alone was reason that I said, you know, I I don't 
ever want to see another human being. You know, if these are fans, I don't want to know it. Without ever hearing, you know, my side of it to, to be accused of that, of something I didn't do. Um, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even a, a, an accusation. It was something tragic that happened with some, do- uh, you know, a large dog that I had that killed smaller dogs because of an unfortunate uh, incident that happened where they shouldn't have been out at the same time. But it was without my control, and, you know, that devastated me just years. I was devastated over that. Right. Hard to get over losing, you know, your pets over something like that. So, you know, life goes on. you got to keep going. So, you know, I do my best with the animals that uh, are out there that I can save, and that's it. Very good. So, yeah, I'm, uh, my passion is for them, and... Uh, they get to hear me play all the time. You know. Now, can they withstand, you know, turning amps up? Uh, it's, it's, I got them separated enough where they don't get to hear it, but uh, they, they're in good hands with me. Awesome. Awesome. What kind of gear are you playing out of nowadays? I always use Marshalls. Marshalls. I've got a 50-watt uh, head that, that, you know, with all my gear, I've got I've got four 100 watt heads. Don't hook, I, I don't need four heads, but you know, one head is you know what I normally use. 412 bottom, right? And my uh, double V. Nice. nice. And um, you know all of my uh, distortion stuff, but uh, you know that's what I do every day. Right. Do you run a lot of pedals? Do you is distortion pedal and no, oh no. Actually, actually, I've I'm designing a pedal right now with uh, a company that we're going to be doing uh, some major promotion on very soon. But you know, I've got my I've got a lot of my amps are hot rotted. They were they were really really butchered. You know, inside. You know, they were all the normal wiring was was changed over many, many years ago. So I've got them really beefed up with different stages of gain and master volumes, lead volumes. And um, so I don't really need the pedals because I've got, I've got these, you know, they're, they're so, you know, they're so hot rotted that, That's you know, nice, gives yeah. me what I want without any pedals. Cool. <clears throat> but, you know, my day consists of, you know, a number of hours of, uh, you know, of, of just doing what I do. I, I, I love to play with drum machines because, you know, I'm playing with a drummer. So I set all my tempos and, you know, yeah. I'm, yeah, I heard you, you said know, on Decibel Geek, you actually prefer drum machines over, over, um, real drummers. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I hate real drummers because, because I, because it's noise, you know, I like, I like just something relentless. So you put a machine on, you set that to whatever tempo you set your beat and, and it's relentless. It does not vary. And that to me, you know, regardless of, of what it is, whether I'm, I'm playing, you know, it's just my double V, my, my shred, my, my, I, you know, it's the only word to use anymore, but it's the shred, uh, position with the drum machine and 
or it's, you know, writing and the songs laid down with the drum machine. To me, it's the only way. Um, just, you know, I, I was listening to a lot of stuff from the Vinnie Vincent archives that I've got. And I've got a lot of, um, a lot of kiss tracks that we recorded with, with, uh, drum machine. Wow. And I'm thinking, well, Jesus, I love this, you know, and I'm, I'm listening to the songs thinking, now that's what we should have done. We should have used a drum machine on these tracks instead of a real drummer. But, you know, it, it's, it's whoever is, you know, whose ever decision it is, you know, just uh, turns out that way. But that's how it works for me best. So I would, would never go back to a real drummer anymore. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, no, never, never. So, you know, my shredding periods of time here where I, you know, I, I practice every day and I play every day. It's always with a drum machine. It's set to all kinds of, you know, uh, tempos that are challenging and, you know, takes me where I want to go. So if you did do a full out electric tour, you might not even have a drummer. It just might be drum machine. Frankly, it would it would be much more much more coherent, uh, much more. It would it would have a relentless feel that uh, you couldn't get from a real drummer. And uh, yeah, I would do it that way. Absolutely, okay. you really wouldn't need anything else. It, it's as long as your drum machine, as long as your sounds are are. You know, I mean, there's so much you you know. It's come such a long way. The sounds are, are enormous. And, you know, all you need is a bass player, your singer. You really don't need anything else. So cool. that to me is what I would do. Right on. Well, Vinny, we are way over our allotted time here. So I just want to thank you once again oh, for this sorry. interview. No, it's <laughs> my fault. My fault. I keep asking questions. <laughs> I had a great time and, and uh, thanks so much. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, right, we'll am I going to see you in ch- at, at the Chiller Show? Yes, you will. Definitely. I'll come say hi. I am. Sure. Yes. I'm going to see you there. Yes. Okay, my friend. Thank you so much, and uh, give my best to everyone out there, and we'll see you at the show.
A Little Kiss, featuring Vinnie Vincent here on Talking Metal. Guys, please join us on Patreon. Just search my name or search Talking Metal. Become a monthly pledger there. Buy a Talking Metal t-shirt. You can do that by just hitting me up with a $20 uh, donation on PayPal. And then in, uh, in exchange for that donation, I'll mail you out a t-shirt. Let me know your size and your address. My PayPal account is uh, my email, which is striegelmark at gmail.com. S-T-R-I-G-L-M-A-R-K at gmail.com. And use our Amazon links. Thanks to Vinnie Vincent for hanging out with us today on Talking Metal. Hope to uh, see him next weekend at Chiller. The following weekend, we will see you guys at M3. All right. Later. Boys are gonna rock. Robert Fleischman, Vinnie Vincent, the Vinnie Vincent Invasion.
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.